0: I'm Pastor Doug Neuchamp from Grace Chapel in Westerville, Ohio, and we welcome you back to Life's Beautiful Journey Radio. Each week we will be talking about a different part of life, and this week we will be talking about victory. You know, with this being Easter week, we talk a lot about having victory in our lives. And uh, we will talk about that a little bit more towards the end of the podcast uh, regarding Easter week. But, you know, we learn at an early age about victory in our lives, don't we? You know, I remember the uh, ABC Sports um intro there they used to have a video intro for their uh, sports events that talked about the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat (laughs) and i always remember when they talked about the agony of defeat there was a snow skier just crashing down the course and being flung through the air like a rag doll uh i think a comedy show even had a skit where they supposedly interviewed that guy which was just an actor of course pretending to be him And he came in with a full body cast and his head wrapped up, you know, just like uh, he's always in that eternal state of falling. (laughs) But, you know, victories are always times to celebrate. In fact, I heard about a chess team who was sitting in a hotel lobby bragging about a recent victory they had. And the hotel manager came out and told them that they all needed to leave immediately. As they were heading out the door, one of the players asked why they were being kicked out. Because, said the manager, I hate chestnuts boasting in an open foyer. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess that joke had more of a Christmas vibe than Easter. But anyway, you know, I can really uh, remember being a, a kid and playing board games with the family as I was growing up. And there was nothing like winning a game of Uno or Trivial Pursuit or any other game we played as a family. And uh, the feeling was just infectious. And I'm sure you uh, felt the same. You know, as I have uh, mentioned, of course, several times in our shows over the past, I was very active in sports over the years. And there were two different sports where I was the most successful, and that was soccer and track. You know, I've mentioned quite a bit about my track days with getting the school records and making it to the Ohio State High School track meet uh, where uh, that was my senior year. And I placed fourth in the 200 meter dash. And uh, that was a a small victory for me, even though I didn't win the whole race. Just a place uh, in state was amazing uh, for me. I was just uh, so happy about that. But you know I also loved playing soccer uh, as well as basketball but wasn't quite as good at, at that as other things but in soccer we had a group of guys that uh, had played together um, all through the years in fact uh, we were in a team in COSA, in the COSA League, which stood for the Central Ohio Soccer League, and some of us had played together since the third grade, and we ended up being the first varsity soccer team at our high school there, Big Walnut High School, and we started off as a club team, and we were playing private schools and clubs in the area, but by my junior and senior years, we had a varsity team, And since we had played together for so many years, we knew where each player would be when we passed the ball, and we knew who could get to the ball and and score the goal the most often. And uh, my senior year, that was actually me. I was that player. (laughs) I ended up being our leading scorer. But beyond personal performance goals, our team wanted to win the league championship. And sure enough, we did just that my senior year, although we actually tied with another team, a Dublin high school in the league and had to share the title, but we still claimed the victory. (laughs) You know, in my adult years, I played church softball, basketball, and then soccer with a 40 and over league in the area. And it's funny how even at 53 years old, I still have those competitive juices flowing when the whistle sounds and our game starts. You know, the thrill of victory truly is active all the days of our lives, isn't it? You know, as a fan of collegiate and professional sports, my teams have had their share of victories over the years. My favorite college football team, the Ohio State Buckeyes, have had several national championships in my lifetime. In fact, to celebrate the most recent one, the school had a special event at the Horseshoe Stadium where the team plays to, uh, you know, each game of course and they did that to honor the team and the coach for their success however (laughs) the celebration took place in february which in ohio it was freezing outside and we all had to huddle together to keep warm during the celebration but it was a great memory you know my favorite nba team won an nba title a few years back and it was their first and only title to date So talk about celebrating a victory, boy. (laughs) We had to do it uh, while we were able to. But uh, the NFL team that I follow the most is the Cincinnati Bengals. And they made it to the Super Bowl last year and were one win away from getting there this year. And as much as those playoff victories felt good to see leading up to that big game, it did leave a bit of a bad taste not seeing the final victory take place and and winning that Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, beyond sports, it has always been interesting to me to hear about military victories over the years. Whether it was in school or at a battlefield tour we've taken or from a family member, I always have had a great appreciation for the victories our country has won over the years. It's because of those victories that we get to live in freedom, you know, the way that we do today and we experience that today. And that's why we can never forget the sacrifices that have been made for our freedoms, you know that uh, and that brings us of course back to what we were talking about originally about this week representing and that's Easter week you know we know that there are a lot of reasons to be sad during this week when we think about the betrayal from some of the disciples the agony that Jesus experienced of course praying there before his arrest and then all that he went through during the the beating and the crucifixion crucifixion process you know, but then three days after after the crucifixion, something happens right matthew twenty eight talks about this and wanted to read this one matthew twenty eight one through seven The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. Yes, that, you know this was the ultimate victory, I know, for all of us. Jesus overcame sin and death through his perfect sacrifice and then his resurrection. You know, because of that completed process, we were given the way to be saved. And that salvation is available to all who hear about it, even today, right? So wouldn't it be amazing if you are just hearing this for the first time? that uh, you might have this opportunity to accept Jesus into your heart and know that the story of Easter wasn't just some old story or old tale, but an actual path for you to be saved. So if you'd like to pray that prayer with me for salvation today, won't you repeat it after me? Dear Jesus, I am a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness of my sins today. Thank you for the sacrifice that you made so I might be able to receive salvation. Please come and live in my heart, Jesus. Thank you for saving me. In your name I pray, amen. Now, if you did that and and you prayed that prayer for the first time, I wanna welcome you to the kingdom of God. The angels are rejoicing in heaven for what you've just done. And of course, knowing that is the best way to travel through life's beautiful journey. Our podcast again is sponsored by Grace Chapel Community Church, and more information can be found about the church at Gracechapel.us. Again, that's Gracechapel.us. Remember that you can also send me an email directly to pastor Doug Meacham at yahoo.com. Again, that's pastor Doug M-E-A-C-H-A-M at Yahoo.com. And you could definitely tell me if you have prayed that prayer for the first time today, would love to know and be able to stand with you in that decision. So won't you join us again next week for Life's Beautiful Journey? Thanks again for joining us. Happy Easter and God bless.